0: For Sepp's Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showed us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show.
1: Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing.
0: It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. to Informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and
2: they're real informative.
0: Except Saturday Morning Outdoors. And it starts
2: now. Now.
3: It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass Tournament Pro, Kent Brown.
4: Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, October the 2nd. Man, I cannot believe 17 years ago, uh well 17 years ago yesterday, because we actually started on October 1st. 17 years ago uh we pushed the uh on the air button for the first time on the ultimate bass radio show it you know a lot has happened uh in the bass fishing game in the last seventeen years i mean let's think about uh let's think about all those things that have come along uh in the last seventeen years you know i mean new stuff spot lock sonar and uh you know the the whole g p s game to uh to uh the mapping stuff i' mean, just you know so much stuff as far as rods and reels and <clears throat> you know Let's face it, there were a lot of companies when well, we started this radio show that are very prominent in the fishing industry, the bass fishing game that didn't exist. Uh, so yeah, it's been cool. And, and, uh, our very first guest, uh, 17 years ago is the guy in the big yellow truck. Um, yeah, man, Skeet was the very first guest. He was live in studio at 5 a.m., complaining, uh, about it being 5 a.m., but, uh, but nonetheless, he was live in studio with us. He had Gary Dobbins, uh, actually, and, uh, and our, I remember our, uh, our friend, the, uh, the, uh, the former executive chef for NASCAR, Lisa Freeman, joined us too. So, uh, and I don't, I don't, I think we ran over and didn't even get to Lisa. But anyway, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was a great, uh, great memory, and, uh, uh, we, we kick off 17 years now, and we're back! We're back at 5 a.m. Uh, Saturday mornings, Uh, Chris isn't all that happy about it in the other room, but, uh, we're back at 5 a.m. The nice thing about having Chris here is he does make coffee. Uh, you know, some of the other, some of the order other producers in there, uh, in the other other room, they don't make coffee. Chris makes coffee. That's a good thing. But, um, yeah, man, we're back 5 a.m. A full hour, uh, you know, had to make some adjustments through COVID like everything, like everybody and, uh, you know, got to, uh, got to, uh, thank HTK and, and, uh, uh, you know, putting it all back together where, uh, where we're back from five to six steps back from six to eight, uh, with the California sportsman show as well. So, uh, we've, we've, uh, we've added back an hour for everybody. So that part's, uh, that part's pretty good. We're, uh, uh, we're excited about that. And, you know, I mean, we, we go back over 17 years, Sepp and Maryland, the ups and downs of, uh, having a bass fishing show, believe me, probably more downs and ups, but, uh, Sepp and Maryland, uh, have, uh, have, uh, always been super supportive and, um, got a lot of fun stuff planned and, Uh, some, uh, some things to do. And, uh, we figured out now with technology, just how easy it is to, uh, uh, to mail it in. So that part's pretty good as well. And, uh, when we first started the show, you know, we had, uh, uh, our, our only archive was, uh, was WesternBass.com. Uh, we didn't have iTunes. We didn't have all that stuff. So we had to, uh, we would take a CD from the show, a recorded CD from the show, and I would, I would either meet, uh, you know, meet some of the guys from Western Bass, uh, uh and, uh, WesternBass.com, uh, or I'd mail them all to Tony. And sometimes you, you know, you'd get busy. You'd get a week or two behind, uh, but you would mail the CD off to Tony. He'd have to download it and then, um, archive it on, uh, on the pages of WesternBass.com. So that was our only archive, our only, you know, uh, only way to hear the show. If you weren't up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday, um, now gosh, there's so many uh, different places out there. It's uh it's podcasted in so many places. And I know a lot of you um just catch the podcast, you know, driving, working, going fishing, doing whatever. Uh you catch the podcast at a at a later time than uh than the actual airing on KHTK. And for those of you that are catching the podcast that want to go, oh, they got a lot of commercials. It ain't a podcast, guys. It's a radio show. On a real live fifty thousand watt uh AM station here. So uh so that part's pretty cool. But anyway, Um, so much going on watching, uh, uh, watching, you know, the results from, uh, the, the national professional fishing league, Grand Lake, Oklahoma. Uh, and and we're just, we're watching for a few of our guys. And and I got to tell you, it's, you know, it's a, it's a new, uh, it's a new circuit. It's a new, uh, totally new professional league. And, uh, so I, I gotta say, you know, there's a few old familiar names there. Um, man, a lot of up and comers, but, uh, but we definitely keep an eye on, uh, on our buddy Bryant Smith. They're at Grand Lake right now. Bryant in fourth place, uh, going into today. So, um, pretty cool to see that. He's having a great tournament, a great year, qualified for the championship already, uh, and taking a run at the Angler of the Year race. Don't know if he's going to be able to pull it off, but, uh, definitely taking a run at the, uh, at the Angler of the Year race. But a few of our, uh, you know, a few of our other Western guys fishing that one. If you guys didn't see on my Facebook page, um, it's pretty cool. I actually found a photo last weekend. And, and I've known the story because he's told me, um from, from way back, uh, we were doing the San Mateo International Sportsman's Expo and I have Byron Velvet, Gary Dobbins, Skeet, and I went over to do the, uh, the kids casting deal for Bill Carr, Western Outdoor News. And, uh, we went over, hung out with the kids for a little while. Um, played around the trout pond and, you know, which would the four of us had always turned into a tournament. Uh, but anyway, uh, Bryant tells me years later, we're traveling together and actually staying together at a few tournaments. He's like, yeah, you remember when you came over to the, to the ISC show? Yeah. yeah I remember, you know, the kid's pond. He goes, yeah, you fished with me uh and i guess i told him not to get power bait on my jersey too but that's probably i'd still tell him that he's a train wreck but anyway um, god one of the top fishermen in the west now but found a a great photo of that day when we were uh, actually in San Mateo uh i was fishing with Bryant uh on the trout pond so that's uh, that's so cool to uh, uh to know you had a little bit of influence in uh, in such a such an awesome fisherman um, so we uh, we wish him the best of luck back there and he's uh, he's tearing him up uh, on the National Professional Fishing League. Also, uh, <clears throat> man, Bigfield, like Don Pedro this weekend, uh, the, actually this weekend and next weekend, but this weekend is the Wild West Bass Trail Team Championship. Fishing, everybody fishing for a fully rigged boat down there. So that's pretty cool. We're uh, keeping an eye on that one, uh, one day and one day only down there at Don Pedro, Big field. uh, and then, uh, even bigger field going to be there next weekend, uh, when Randy Pringle and the BBT show up at Lake Don Pedro. So uh Pedro's kind of been out of the uh out of the limelight for a few years. Uh, it's got some water. Guys are actually able to launch down there uh without too much issue. So uh so that part's pretty cool to uh keep an eye on and uh we'll be watching those guys uh this weekend and next weekend with the BBT. Um the uh the uh Bass Pro Shops, U.S. Open qualifier, is going on at Lake Havasu, the rescheduled event from Lake Mead, and uh, it's going on today as well. We've got a lot of our friends down there fishing uh, Lake Havasu. Forty teams are going to qualify to go next month, uh, mid-November. They're going to go back, qualify to go to Table Rock in a no-entry fee tournament uh, where the winners get a million dollars, two pickups, two 21-foot bass boats. Uh, pretty good program. Going to be a, a great show. Um, we'll actually be back there for that event. So that was going to be, uh, a lot of fun. And, uh, we're going to, uh, keep an eye on who those 40 teams are that are going to, uh, qualify to advance, uh, to go on to the, uh, the U.S. Open Championship. Uh, and speaking of U.S. Opens, the one bash U.S. Open, 39th U.S. Open, uh, will be, uh, will be kicking off. Uh, they, they hit the water, uh, not this coming Monday, the following Monday, but a lot of the anglers rolling into Lake Mead already. Um, for the U S open big field for Billy down there, over 200 boats and, uh, you know, low water, low conditions, a low Lake Mead for sure. Uh, A lot of big names coming out. A lot of, uh, national touring pros, uh, headed out. A lot of past champions headed out. I talked to Byron Velvet. He's headed out. Uh, he's, he's, he's on his way. Uh, John Murray, just uh, a ton. Of uh, former U.S. Open champs are, are getting ready to uh, to get back there as well. So uh, we're going to be obviously following the U.S. Open, and next week's show uh will really probably revolve mostly around the U.S. Open. Some past champions uh, and a few folks that are headed to Lake Mead. I think we're uh, uh, we're we're going to see uh, a, a great event down there, obviously, and a, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of folks getting down there to do that. So we're uh, we're excited um, always about the U.S. Open. You know, it's the biggest, uh, really, the biggest payday, biggest event uh that comes to the west every year. So we're uh, we're super excited to kind of keep an eye on that one as well. You know as we uh, as we look back 17 years um we uh we we think about a lot of the things that have uh that have that have come and gone. Uh we also think about a lot of uh of the anglers that uh, uh that maybe were around uh then that that are not around any longer. Uh but this week they also had the uh the bass fishing hall of fame, the new inductees uh for both 2020 and 2021 they didn't get to have the uh, uh the the celebration at uh, Wonders of Wildlife and uh the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame back in Springfield Missouri so it's pretty cool there's a whole uh, whole wing to the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame in Wonders of Wildlife it's an incredible display uh a lot of our friends in there D Thomas Gary Yamamoto Stan Fagerstrom, um Mike Folkstad, Gary Klein uh just a lot of our western friends are uh, are in that uh in that deal and uh, joining him, a new western guy congratulations to, to uh and well deserved uh, in the class of 2020 our buddy jay yellis uh in the uh, bass fishing hall of fame now got to uh got to got to watch uh jay's speech on westernbass.com james hedden the uh, uh the uh you know legendary lure manufacturer ron linder the one of the linder brothers from in fisherman magazine in fisherman tv brad kershaw was uh inducted into the bass fishing hall of fame his short career uh cut uh cut cut way too short when Brian uh was the first bass federation angler to ever win the bassmaster classic uh and then uh, was killed in a plane crash uh, returning from uh a sponsor um meeting actually so uh just a uh, just a short month or so after his classic victory never got a chance to defend that uh and BASS is Steve Bowman and Steve's done uh Steve's done a ton uh you know for BASS and, and television and uh, and the T V blocks. Trip Weldon, the longtime Waymaster for uh BASS, uh, Jason Lucas and Gene Gilliland. Uh Gene's been responsible for bass conservation for many, many years. So um, great inductees, but uh but absolutely adding another one of our Western Angler uh I think yellow he was 5th or 6th of the of the uh of the Western Anglers put into the bass fishing Hall of Fame and we talked to Jay a little bit uh and he's going to be coming on the show in the upcoming weeks uh as well to uh, kind of talk a little bit about the uh, the Hall of Fame and uh, what his plans are he's still uh, back there on the uh, bass fishing uh Bassmaster Elite Series. So, uh, And you'll hear in the interview today when we caught up with Skeet what his thoughts are on the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame as well. I think we're going to dive off into our first set of breaks. We'll talk a little clearer. like we're going to be hanging out with Skeet. Yeah, he's having a pretty good year.
3: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
0: Marine electronics on the market today—they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage Service Program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three-in-one sonar combines Lowrance chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. LaRanche products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Your pants has it all.
2: action in the casino, offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar. And now it's time for Doc. Talk. Hey guys, it is
4: time for Doc talk And, uh, you know, the, the big word, I mean, what everybody wants to know, uh, about Clear Lake is, uh, is launch. What about launching? What about launching and and still launching available? Uh, but fifth street Lakeport seems to be the, uh, the launch ramp that everybody's using up there. And I uh, just wanted to let you know, you gotta be a little bit aware of what's happening up at Clear Lake uh with the 5th street launch they're also redoing uh and rebuilding the uh the parking lot area there at 5th street um so they've got a big project going on on top of it being the only launch ramp so uh you do have to pay attention there there was a there was a, a post that came out this week uh that was talking about it being closed well it was only closed uh yesterday for uh, some some uh some construction they were doing but uh the parking uh will be your issue. You're going to have to park over by the school in the big dirt lot. Uh plenty of parking, lots of room to park over there. just going to be a little bit of a uh little bit of a walk over uh, by the school there on uh, on Main Street. So it's not uh not the end of the world. Uh just going to have to be a little bit patient when you uh when you come in there are some delays and a uh a, you know, big construction project making it better uh, for the third and fifth street launch ramps, but fishing pretty good up there. Guys are catching a lot of fish, uh, and still a few upcoming tournament of champions coming up there as well. So looking forward to that, but get up there and, uh, uh, chase those fish around clear lake a lot of a lot of rock pile fish being caught, but you got to be careful you get uh, you get around the shorelines uh you're definitely going to have to be careful it's uh it's uh, a little bit shallow guys and a little shallower than you're used to so use caution when you're running around up at clear lake still very fishable and the bite is really good.
3: And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown.
5: Hey, guys, it's only fitting 17 years. We start our 17th year this Saturday back to our 5 a.m. time slot, back to an hour, and it's only fitting if we're going to start our 17th year that we go all the way back. And, well, we have to kick off with our very first interview that we ever did on the show, our first guest, and he's had a pretty decent year. He's won 293000 two hundred and thirty nine dollars in major league fishing circuit uh you know our old buddy in the yellow truck ski race 17 years ago was the last time i was able to get you to wake up early man you're old <laughs> 17 <laughs> well, years and <laughs> yeah, that's you, pretty impressive and you were here 17 years ago yeah
6: yeah well that's different i <laughs> i just can't believe you still have a radio show after 17 years that means you like to talk
5: I have a big Rolodex, dude. I have a lot. I have a lot of guys I can talk to. You know what I mean? I have A lot of guys I can talk to. But you know, when we started the very first show, when we're hey, we're going to do this. My very first guest, the first guy I called was you, and uh, and that was that was cool. And and I remember you walked in the studio and said, "Who in the hell is going to be up at this time of day?" <laughs>
6: yeah, and then it was maybe like it wasn't many. <laughs> wow, well, we just sure. Now assured, you got more.
5: Yeah, we sure didn't have podcasting, and we didn't, you know, we weren't all over the internet, we weren't on, you know, gosh, you know, I don't know how many different podcasting arenas out there that uh, carry the show, and iTunes, and, you know, we used to have to take the CD from the show, mail it to Tony Stoltz, and he downloaded it on westernbass.com, and that was how we actually had an archive, so, yeah, come away.
6: Yeah, it's amazing how the technology has changed, and yeah, Kim and I were just talking about that, It's, it's just the... You know, going through, like Courtney was going through the coverage the other day and finding all these old cameras, video recorders, and, you know, going from, you know, VHS or data cam uh, to CDs, DVDs, and, and now it's like, what's the, what's the next thing? But being able to archive audio, video feeds, like you said, and it could be anywhere now. Yeah. Uh, So
5: that's, well, and, and you aged me by that remark. But let's think back 17 years. Let's see, you hadn't won uh, a Bassmaster Classic. You hadn't done a lot of the things you've done in your career, major <laughs> league fishing wins. You hadn't lost, uh, you know, a couple uh, Angler of the Year titles. I, I, I'm not had you won an Angler of the Year title 17 years ago?
6: No, gosh, I'm trying right. to Seventeen years ago, that was. Uh...
5: You might have still been driving a white van with mismatched tires. I was still I driving a white
6: van. <laughs> yeah, that was the White House. Kim and I were still in the White House then. And, um, yeah. So, anyways, hey, congratulations to you, though. 17 years, radio, You, uh, that's pretty impressive. So, you, so I don't know how you've done it, but you've done it, and that's just impressive. So, my ass off to you, bud.
5: Well, thanks, buddy. I wouldn't have done it without all of you guys, obviously. And, uh, yeah, man, we've done 800. Eight hundred and I don't know thirty-seven consecutive shows. We've done one wow. best-of show uh, in the seventeen years. Other than that, we've done original shows. One best-of show, and it was you and KBD on Christmas Day. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you. Oh, by the way, Christmas is on Saturday this year. So just keep in mind, you will be making another appearance in December on the show. Uh <laughs> Well,
6: that'll that'll be recorded because we will yeah. be in the Bahamas somewhere.
5: That a boy. That a boy. Man, let's, you know, talk about congratulations. Uh, Not so bad, man. Runner-up this year on the Major League Fishy Tour uh, in the point standings. You were 11th on the Bass Pro Tour. Uh, You know, like I said, you got $293,000 in the the bank this year, and you still have uh, a cup event. You still have uh, red crest to fish. You still have heavy hitters to fish. This could very well be uh, you know, the, obviously it is one of the biggest cash seasons of your career, but uh, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely shaping up, man. It has been a great season. It
6: really, really has. And um, you know, I was hoping to get another win along the season. Obviously, uh, I, I flew back from our family vacation to Fish St. Lawrence River to try to have a crack at the, the Angler of the Year title on the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit. Uh, came up a little short there, but I did my part. I mean, I went in there and I had a top 10 finish. I crushed it, but then, unfortunately, Michael Neal had a good finish as well. So, yeah. um, but overall, I mean, yeah, it was a great season. And I got a couple, couple events coming up, uh, one in November, one in December, that, uh, you know, if those go well, then yeah, I could, uh, far the 300,000. Yeah. You maybe, have a tax uh,
5: problem. Yeah.
6: Well, I've always had a tax, well, I shouldn't say always, but I've had a, <laughs> pretty good tax problem for a while so not complain about
5: that no absolutely not and uh that's that's such a cool part and uh man so much going on in the industry so much happening right now and you know i mean uh the the, the folks on the internet always seem to be so split uh you know they either love the bass pro format they don't like the bass pro format they you need to stay at, at major league fishing you need to go back to bass so, you know they're all very opinionated about your career obviously um <laughs> which is fun to watch but uh, but you kind of you kind of went out there this year and succeeded in both the Bass Pro Tour format, um, you know, catch them all, and uh, and then the, the top five tournaments, which was you know the, the the big five events, which was pretty cool. You 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 uh, it, then that's got to be a hard adjustment to make when you go from one event one weekend to one event the next weekend to kind of adjust your fishing style. There is a little bit
6: of adjustment. Um, not I realize, I, I think in the end I realized it wasn't. From a fishing standpoint, it didn't change how I fish. Uh, I realized that you, you, for me, I just go out and fish the way I fish and fish to my strengths and abilities and fish the best possible pattern I can find. And that's what allowed me to have success at both sides of it. Um, yeah, so I got kind of used to using a net on the northern smallmouth <laughs> fishery, so that was kind of nice. I was like, I haven't used a net in 30 years, so that was like, man, you got a four-pound smallmouth jumping with trouble up to this mouth. It's like, that net's pretty handy. Uh, yeah, that's, to, that's not
5: so bad, is it?
6: Yeah, then you go to the Bass Pro Tour, and you're like, uh, no, can't do that. Uh, so i got to leave that in the locker. Um, but it's really what I realized is if you fish – you fish the same, and the results are the same. It just gives one, you weigh five, and I'm, and the other one, it's every day can go over two pounds. But I will say that a five-fish limit, you know, the traditional format that everybody fishes, for the most part, is a thousand times easier than the Bass Pro Tour. Uh, the Bass Pro Tour, it's way more intense, way more stressful. You can't just stumble across five bites
5: and, and hold your own. No, you've got to catch them. Um, and you know what everybody else is doing, so it can make it can force you to make some dumb decisions. Oh well, yeah, it can help you make the right decisions, one. or yeah, it totally messes with
6: your head and takes you out of the game, which has happened plenty of times to probably all of us, just for the fact that uh, you're not catching them and you you hear score tracker updates and guys are absolutely waylaying on them and you're like, holy schnikeys, what do I do? And it, you 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 start panicking and 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 then I've done it and you fish pretty pretty poor that, <laughs> in those situations but I've also had it help me where I know what I'm not what I'm doing is not working so um let's go find something else cuz I know it's there's a
5: bite somewhere guys are catching them you know it yeah.
6: you're not just guessing somebody's catching them Exactly
5: exactly you know it's uh, it's been kind of cool I and you probably have not seen these I don't know if you have or not but uh but June from Basser magazine over in Japan has been He's been posting some uh, just some giant uh, galleries of photos from uh, the U.S. Opens like me, man, back to the good old days of, uh, you know, you and Murr and Byron and Aaron and B-Height and all the guys in a much younger stage. Uh, I don't know if you've seen them <laughs> or not, but, uh, you know. I've seen a to, couple in the past. Yeah. I know, yeah, Kim um,
6: follows, you know, the Facebook a little bit more and sees his stuff from June. Um, and, yeah, the last one I saw was a picture of me and Brett Height sitting there i think it was a registration at the u.s open yeah. i'm like who's the dude sitting next to me it was he was so young was he was like, so young
5: i have mean, no, to like, you that i did the nice? same thing
6: i did the same thing like, who's sitting next to Skeet? it was
5: like oh my yeah. god yeah I mean, that's b i know
6: i gained weight but man he's like he's double the size he was in that picture back then so. well aren't we all you know <laughs> so
5: there you have it there you have it so no, that was uh that's it is pretty cool to see that uh, next week, you know, the U.S. Open back at Lake Mead, a very low Lake Mead. I know a lot of your buddies are fishing it. And uh, when everybody shows up at Mead to fish the Open, is there, is there just a little bit of you that goes, I kind of wish I was there? Yeah, yes and no. Probably not so much for the fishing as for the
6: nightlife and the fun around me. <laughs> <laughs> and hanging out with buddies. So, right. Um, yeah, fishing in Lake Mead was, you know, you know, never, it's not one of those fisheries you're like, oh, you're so excited. I mean, I guess you're, you know, Aaron and Byron and John that, you know, won multiple U.S. Opens. You looked at it as a paycheck, you know. like uh I, I never knew the lake good enough to go win on it. I just went there to have a good time and cash a
5: few checks along the way. Yeah, exactly. Hey, can you hang on through the break? Say that again? Can you hang on through our break? Oh, absolutely. There you got it, guys. We're with Skeet Reese. We're going to jump into a set of breaks. We'll come back. Uh, we're going to pick his brain a little bit more. We're going to talk clearly. Stick around, guys.
1: ultimate bass with kent brown we'll be right back if home improvements are getting in the way of your fishing time you need to see our friends at dr design and remodeling in El grove formerly floor-to-ceiling dr design and remodeling has specialized in bathroom and kitchen remodels for over 15 years with premium products like mannington floors and cambria countertops Visit their showroom at Grant Line and Highway 99 in Elk Grove or ftcshowroom.com. Let them handle your remodel with the same team, same great service, and same company, and you can just go fishing.
7: Still building legends, one at a time. a pontoon line. Gone fishing Marine in Dixon. Online at gfmarine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com
0: Attention bass anglers! If you haven't added the Frenzy Nail or Whack-A-Sack Jig Heads to your tackle box, you are missing out! Designed by tournament winning pro Greg Gutierrez, the Frenzy Nail and Whack-A-Sack were a large part of his record setting season and Wild West Angler of the Year title. The nail is the perfect shaky head for all cover, and the CR barb keeps your plastics from tearing or balling up on your hook. Available in two sizes and four colors, the Wack-A-Sack allows you to fish any plastic in any cover, rigged wacky or nose-hooked. See the tournament-winning baits from Frenzy at your local tackle store or online at frenzybaits.com and start catching more fish. Get out there, good luck, have some good times with it. It works, trust me.
4: All the guys and gals at the BBT are ready. Next weekend, the big championship. We've been talking about all year long. Somebody's winning $20,000 at Lake Don Pedro. So good luck to all of you that are headed off to the championship. Make sure you know all the off limits and all the regulations. We're going to be watching who wins and uh, making sure we get the winner on the Ultimate Bass Radio Show, but if you want to be part of next year's championship and you feel left out, Randy already has the 2022 schedule up at bestbasstournaments.com. They're kicking off the Motherload region, coastal region, central region, northern, SoCal, and Delta Wine region, six different regions for you to fish. A lot of great events. You'll be fishing in the championship next year as well. So check all the information out and get them on your calendar, the Best Bass Tournaments, at bestbasstournaments.com.
1: And
3: now back to Ultimate Bass with kent Brown. And
5: hey, we're back hanging out with our buddy Skeet Reese, our very first guest we had 17 years ago on the Ultimate Bass Radio Show. And uh, what a great season! And you know, there's a lot of guys who always want to talk about who's the best fisherman on Clear Lake. I, I still got my vote. Uh, I still have my vote, and uh, and it's this guy um without a doubt and and i know you own a house up at clear lake skeet i think you spent a little bit of time up there recently have you ever seen the lake as low as it is no i mean let's see i've been literally going to clear lake since i was so
6: 15 37 years now um and i've never seen it this level and i don't know if it's ever been this level um somebody said maybe in the 70s or something like that but uh yeah, it's below Rumsey scale, so uh, which means it's, uh, you know, those that aren't familiar with Clear Lake. Is, you know There is a dam on the lake that uh, Yolo County put in and raised the lake
5: level. It's um, actually a garage door at the end of Cache Creek, so don't <laughs> waste what it a lot of time like... trying to get down there.
6: <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> so for those of it, us that
5: have uh, been uh, down there,
6: the 45-minute idle. Um, but but that's, uh, they did raise the natural lake level up to... Uh, you know, to, you know, whatever the, you know, however high it goes above the Rumsey scale. Yeah, um, so, good. but now it is, yeah, it's below, you know, it's back down below natural lake level. Um, yeah. so they are, um, they can't pull the water down anymore. It's just natural evaporation, however, it, wherever it takes it from here. Um, but it is, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, I went out there the other day to look around and, um, yeah, Rodman Slough doesn't even really exist anymore. Um, yeah, there's weeds growing out in the middle of the channel. But, yeah, the key um, I mean, I
5: know you have a house on one of the canals up there. Yeah. Is there any water even in the canal? Uh, there's there's maybe
6: about a foot of water in the middle by, ours, uh, by our house, but with the mouth, no, it's like I, you can't even get remotely to it. I mean, it would probably take two to three foot of water to get water back in, you know, going over the mouth of it into the canal and uh it's, it's pretty wild how low it is. Yeah.
5: Well, um, how how could this benefit an angler now, though, that maybe has a future, thinking they're going to fish clear-like into the future? It's not always going to be at this level. This is probably a, a really good time to get up there and, uh, and take photos and do waypoints and mark maps and do all those things, because <laughs> you can learn a lot, can't you?
6: Well, it is interesting, though, because it, it's not – I was I was really excited to go up there and try to see stuff that I've never seen before. And it's actually kinda of hard to see stuff. Um you're you know, some of the areas you go, you're like, Oh, well I knew there was a rock there, but I did not know it was that big or how big that rock was yeah. or um you know, this flat, you know, got some boulders on it. It's it's not like it's ten feet down where you're gonna see stuff that was like, Oh my gosh and and if you're gonna do it you gotta figure out how to get out there with a handheld GPS and walk around and without sinking and the muck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but you're so far offshore in some of these areas where it's so flat. Um especially on the north end of the lake that you really can't see that much. There's a few little things that I was like, Oh wow, look at that, I didn't know that was there. Um, but it and, and I didn't do I didn't do a lap around the whole lake. Um, I just did the north end of the lake and down into the narrows a little bit. Um, but you do have to be careful right now because there's, I mean, there's boulders right below surfaces that, uh, you know, I've run my boat over you know thousands of times. I don't run there. Um, but it is, you know, it's like anything when the water's low, um, it exposes some stuff and I think guys are going to see some things that they haven't seen before. And, you know, there's some places, you know, it's just some, you know, a few pilings here and there, that that have been cut off and, you know, hidden, hidden below the surface for, you know, 30 years, 40 years. I don't know that, um, you know, and those little things little things like that are places that you you catch a fish or two that nobody else sees. And um, so I'm sure guys are going to find some stuff.
5: No, exactly, and and uh, it's a it's it's still a great time to get up there, and, and obviously the bite's pretty good, and guys are catching a lot of fish, and, uh, and and that's a good thing. Another thing going on this week, man, a lot of our friends are back there um, for the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame induction ceremony back at the uh, Wonders of Wildlife in Springfield. Uh, the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame uh, Museum is in, is within that. Uh, I know we've both been through it. I know uh, I I told the I told a friend of mine that if you don't walk into that building and, and get a little bit of a lump in your throat, something's wrong with you. You probably shouldn't have done the sport as long as you have. And um, A good friend, obviously, Jay Yellis, getting inducted. That's kind of cool because he, uh, he was also one of the misfits here for so many years running around sleeping in his van.
6: Yes, he was, and he was uh, he was definitely an inspiration for a lot of guys on the West Coast, and, um, you know, I know – you know, John Murray's got more stories about Jay Ellis than probably anybody. <laughs> Only a few that Jay wants told. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
5: Probably none that one Jay wants told. Okay. Keep um, in mind, folks, people ask me in the industry all the time, how can you get skeet on your show all the time? I have photos. Okay, that's how I get skeet on my show. Yeah. So. Uh, same yeah. deal. Same deal. We're along the same line here.
6: But it is uh, – I'm happy for Jay. I was like – but I guess, the thing is like God, how old is jay because i don't feel like he's that much older than me but maybe he is i'm like i don't
5: think he's that much older than you know actually um, uh, a little you know but uh it's kind of cool and, and obviously some of the other inductees trip and trip welded and several others but i i think my 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 real question for you now that you're old enough uh to get in is uh is hey are you, hey, waiting? Hey. Are you waiting are you waiting patiently no i'm not
6: i don't even i don't even want to be in that i'm not there yet I'm still I'm still paving a way for the fishermen out there and you know setting the bar trying to set the bar so yeah, um, yeah well, I feel like you make it there your career's done <laughs> I don't <laughs> you want hear to hear that be there yet. <laughs> did you hear that KVD <laughs> no but KVD actually he pulled one out this
5: year too so he yeah, uh, yeah. Good exactly and uh, you're destined to be there and and uh, was well, just a very you know. Viable question. Are you are you waiting patiently, or uh, uh, you know, are you are you still writing the script for it? I think I, I hopefully I'm still writing the
6: script for it.
5: Um, yeah.
6: Yeah. You know, I, I I mean, I I'm never one that really put myself on a pedestal. I just you know, hey, I'm just I'm doing what I love to do. I fish for a living. Um, I I don't. I've had a great career. Um, you know, I think there's. Yeah, you know, but I guess there's flip times, you know, Kim and I will talk about it. And I think uh, a lot of the fishing industry or fans or the sport probably don't realize, you know, the impact that I have on the sport from product development and design and, um, dates. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I guess I have made a impact in the sport in some way, shape or form. Um, you know, bottom line, I guess it still goes back to, like you said, I'm still writing the script. So I'm hoping that, uh, well, I got a lot know, more to come.
5: I know he's still writing his script, and you mentioned him earlier. And uh, let's just go for a campaign to get John Murray put in there first. How's that sound? Just, that, he definitely,
6: he definitely he
5: uh, would he is be. Worthy.
6: He is 100% worthy. John Murray would be an absolute, uh, yeah, just a great asset to the, yeah. the for whole what he thing did because, for the
5: West and all of us. If you don't know that, if you're a young angler and don't know everything John Murray did research that a little bit it'll uh mm-hmm. it'll it will impress you without a doubt and uh and you know i still uh i still have a very strong spot to uh to believe that bobby garland should be in the masters in hall of fame oh but, uh, uh, but you, he's not on that one too so yeah so we're uh, we're definitely on that well next year man uh what, what are you looking forward to are you going to do both circuits again well that's uh,
6: that seems to be the hot topic lately everybody seems to be asking me um yeah.
5: you can announce man. it here
6: <laughs> I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> just kind of seeing how everything lines up, and you know, still working on reef fishing and trying to get that going. Um, it's been quite a slow process with COVID. Kind of changed the whole manufacturing world and, so, and shipping and all those things. Yeah, yeah everything. Just uh, I thought uh, I'd be up and running, have product out for everybody by now, but um, so just kind of playing things by ear right now. Uh, I got about another month or so before I got to make a decision. I think.
5: Yeah, well, we're going to be uh, we're going to be keeping an eye on you, keeping an eye through the cups. Obviously, we won't get to see those right away. Uh, No. And and, uh, wishing you luck in the Red Crest, all the fun stuff, and uh, you're home for the fall. So uh, more than anything, I think we should probably do what we used to do when we were much younger. Let's just go fishing. Let's just go. Let's just go reel some in somewhere.
6: That I'm always in for that. So I'm ready.
5: We'll pull it off. Uh, Follow along, guys. Skeet Reach fishing on all the popular. Uh, formats for social media and uh, skierysfishing. dot com, right on your website.
6: Yeah, just yeah, ski and yeah, well, it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, but anyways, once again, you doing
5: TikTok. Uh, you doing dance videos on TikTok? You know, yeah,
6: you know, Kim keeps telling me to do TikTok, and you know, we're like,
5: we're, who knows?
6: I might do something crazy next year. So have a we'll little fun we, with can it. Can we bring the dance videos back?
7: We got to new ones. Bring the one.
6: there
5: back. Oh boy, hey, anything's possible. At least I still got it. <laughs> you got it. Hey, buddy, in 17 years, you've never said no. I appreciate it. Yeah. So,
6: once in 17 years, pretty
5: awesome. Yeah, that's the and
6: We'll keep doing You got it.
5: Skeet Reese, guys, as always, we're going to jump into a set of breaks. Skeet, thanks, pal.
3: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Hey guys, I had
4: the opportunity. It was time for a new truck. The good part about being involved with the Thompson family group of dealerships up in Placerville, was I had options, you know, for the last 12 years. They've had me in one of their Toyota Tundras. Now they just got to drug me across the freeway and uh, put me in one of the brand new, all new 2019 1500 GMC Sierras. So if you're in the market for a new tow vehicle, commute vehicle, check out the Thompson family of dealerships up in Placerville, right there at the Forney Road exit, Thompson Toyota and Thompson Jeep Ram where Marilyn even got her Jeep, right there on the right-hand side of the freeway and over on the left-hand side
7: of mercury-powered tracker aluminum and nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine. 1880 North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer.
4: Hey, guys, it's time to lock it in with the Wild West Bass Trail. All of their schedules are posted. They're up, and uh, just going to tip you off if you're fishing the pro-ams, Or the Northern Cal team tournaments next year? Both the championships? Yeah, Lake Shasta. It's been a while since we've seen that. So make sure you check out the Wild West Bass Trails webpage, wildwestbasstrail.com, and see all the schedules for the Pro-Am, the NorCal teams, the new SoCal team circuit, the Arizona teams, the new Pacific Northwest team circuit, and the kayak circuit. Get signed up and lock it in now at Wild West Bass Trail.
3: And now, back to Ultimate Bats with
4: Kent Brown. Oh man, I made this guy get up about 15 minutes too early. Uh, really excited to watch last, uh, last week's um toyota series wrapping up uh at lake havasu and uh you know this guy you think it's a best of show you think we were re-airing it when he won the delta just a, a month or so ago nope back to back in the toyota series uh man a great finish back down at lake havasu sixth place overall in the point standings this year in the western division uh our friend andrew loberg man congratulations back to back do you have enough mantle place to put two trophies Where's it's been
8: at? a surreal last couple of months. Oh,
4: there you are. I You're got right? you. Yeah. I got yeah. you,
8: buddy. You're right on. Yeah. It's been uh it's been a surreal last couple months, uh, for sure. And then not only to win
4: back to bank and then
8: be on the Sanchez, you uh, someone's got a pinch
4: me here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's your opening act this week. That wasn't so bad. You know, you get to, you get to oh, wrap man. it up. So, uh, man, great job. $24,000 there. Um, you picked up some additional contingency money, about seven grand in ranger cup money. So that was cool. Um, and, and, and just, uh, just some great paydays, man. You've had, uh, uh, you've had a pretty good, uh, couple of months with, uh, with, you know, gosh, $60,000 in winnings and, and you still have a chance to go back, uh, to the championship and, and you were the highest finishing Western guy at the championship last year, weren't you?
8: Uh, no, actually, Monk's a last year. He oh, that's beat right. beat me out by a couple, a couple pounds, yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, that's, uh, it, you, I know you're looking forward to that one as well. And, uh, and Havasu, uh, Havasu just kind of, kind of played in pretty well for you. You got to pick up a big crankbait, uh, kind of a lot like Clear Lake, wasn't it?
8: it that's literally exactly how it was. You know, I went, after the win at the Delta, I kind of went into, uh, Lake Havasu. Well, you know, everything's back to even. You kind of got to clear your mind of, of the last tournament and kind of go into it. And Havasu has been a struggle for me in the past few years, and, and uh, I hadn't been down there in the uh, in the fall summertime. Yeah. So kind of went into Lake Havasu as a new lake and broke it down and found some bait out deep, and I'm like, well, I think they'll eat a, a deep plug. Yeah. And deep cranking is, you know, one of my favorite things to do growing up at Clear Lake. i do that you know, all through the summer and springtime. And once I figured that pattern out in practice, I told myself, if you can get five bites doing this a day and land them all, I mean, you could have a good shot. And that's really what happened. And I just went out there and put that put that crankbait to work. And, you know, being uh, in a 100-degree weather, throwing that thing all day to wear it down, but I just uh, mentally just beat it and, and went to work.
4: Yeah, it was hot back there, and it, it definitely uh... – uh, you know, I I guess great training for those hot summer days at Clear Lake, you know. I mean it's just uh uh, uh it, it just last, all lined yeah, up.
8: Uh, yep, exactly. The last like ten years of deep summer cranking. Uh we you know we get spoiled at Clear Lake so you can catch, you know, twenty to fifty in a day. Yeah. yeah Havasu, I mean, you're, you're, you're working for five bites. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a totally different fishery.
4: Exactly. And you know, if you look down the list there at Havasu, man, you had Mike Williams, Roy Hawk, Mark Williams, Frankie Mueller. Uh, you know, you, you beat some hammers on Lake Havasu for sure. Those are the guys that, uh, that you, you have to beat to do well there.
8: Oh, totally. I mean, the, the local pressure and, and everything going on on that lake and the previous few weekends, there was a bunch of tournaments. Uh, so, the pressure on that leg and everything, yeah. it, it made it a lot tough, but I just knew, it. you know, I, was, I was confident in the pattern I was doing, and I think uh, deep cranking like that all day for those bites, yeah. it discouraged some guys, you know, to put the crankbait down in those elements and things like that, but... But, uh, I just ran it away and it, it worked out. <laughs>
4: well, you know, man, I, I know a lot of anglers maybe, uh, you know, that, uh, that haven't been following you, you know, kind of like, uh, God, where'd this guy come from? You know, all of those winning back to backs and, you know, the championship last, where'd this guy come from? And, uh, you know, you you came through the college ranks and, uh, even saw a video a few, uh, a few days ago, a week or so ago, a uh, uh, you, uh, a, a much, much younger Andrew Loberg in the back of your uncle Wally's boat. I was like, Oh my God! look how little he is! you know, and I mean I know you guys yeah. uh you know the chico state bass team through the college deal, everything that you were doing uh you you've been around and you've kind of come up through the ranks like everybody hopes uh with our high school and college fishing
8: yeah exactly i i mean i've been I've been fishing bass tournaments you know with my family the last you know since I was a little kid and and uh been around the sport for a while uh and finally I've been able to piece a few things together for some top finishes and uh, and it's, it's, you know, now that I've had these two wins, it's, it sure, uh, sure built some confidence in myself. Yeah. Well, um, going forward.
4: a lot of rumors, man. Are you, uh, are you going to take the, are you going to take the, the, the plunge and are you going to go, uh, on the, on the MLF tour next year?
8: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. I still got to line a few things up, but, you know, fishing for a living and, and fishing at the, at the highest level has been a dream of mine since I was a young kid. So, you know, hopefully, I can line a few things up and make it happen. I'm, you know, really looking forward to it.
4: Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. And uh, wish you the best of luck on that. That's going to be uh, that's going to be cool to get back there and uh, uh, try your luck. I know Phil Dutra winning the Angler of the Year title. Phil's talking about a uh, a move with his family and uh, and also heading back on the tour. So hey, let's talk the championship. Uh, Where's it at and uh, when he headed back?
8: Yeah, the championship is uh, on Lake Pickwick, and it kind of splits between Tennessee and Alabama. It's, uh, we, I'll leave in a few weeks on the 20th, and you know, in the end of October is when the tournament is. Okay. Um, so that, it'll be in that main kind of fall type of pattern. It should be a, a, a really good event. Largemouth yeah. and smallmouth will play. i have fished the Tennessee River a few times. Um but just really excited to go back there and you know, fish against that big field.
4: You've been you back know, to Con- Grant. you went back to Kentucky Lake, didn't you? And fish?
8: I haven't been to Kentucky Lake, but I've been to Gunnersville and okay. uh and a few of the other ones right. uh for some college college tournaments.
4: Gotcha. Yeah. I remember you guys used to travel to all those college events as well. So that part's, uh, that part's pretty cool, man. So, uh, the championship that, you know, that one, you, you really got a taste of it last year at the championship. You, I mean, uh, you know, you made it into the final round and, uh, and, and had a swing at them and and you got a, you got a taste of that getting to be the last 10 guys there.
8: Oh yeah. And it's one of those deals where when you get that taste and, and the tournament is over, you're like, okay, I want to be there every single time. Yeah. It was a really cool experience, uh, competing against all those guys. Exactly. I'm looking forward for another strong finish.
4: Well, if you go back on, uh, on the, on the MLF tour next year, will that take you out of the Toyota series, uh, here in the West? Have you put the schedules up against each other? Can you still take another swing at fishing here in the West as well?
8: There's definitely a chance of um going back and forth to fish the western region. Yeah. Um so you never know. It it's just gotta line up.
4: Well, kicking off at Havasu will uh will be a good event and uh and then obviously y y you'll probably do everything you can to get to come to the Delta in the spring. Or I mean clear like exactly. Clear Lake in the spring. Yep, exactly. I mean you know, exactly. you won on the Delta, but gosh darn it, getting to go to Clear Lake in uh in the spring and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of folks remember when Kyle Grover won uh, the the springtime tournament up there at Clear Lake. They might not remember who was second. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know those 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 Clear Lake tournaments are uh, are always uh, always pretty important. And uh, the good part now, since you're going to be traveling, uh, I'm going to actually send my application in to see if I can't fish some team tournaments with Carson Lieber. Uh, so I figured oh, I, could just, I could just sit in the back with Carson, maybe see if I can, uh, you know, catch a few fish and let Brett pay the entry fees and the gas. It's going to be a heck of a deal. I'm going to try to figure that one out, but, uh, exactly, uh yeah, look at exactly. the mailbox, Carson. I'm going to be sending you my resume to be your new team partner since Loberg's going back East. So it'll, <laughs> That'll be good, man. Well, uh it was cool, you know. I mean looked around and uh gosh, you know, you were you were on Bass Fan, you were uh you know, did the podcast for Major League Fishing. There uh there's there's folks talking about you, so that that part's pretty cool.
8: Yeah, it's 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 been it's been great with all the all the uh podcasts and newsletters and things like that going out. Yeah. Um uh, truly, truly been uh blessed with everything that's happening, so
4: well, great deal, man. Back to back, winning at Lake Havasu, Andrew Loberg, uh, the Toyota Series champion, wrapping up the Western Division for this year, uh, headed back to the championship here in a couple of weeks. We'll be keeping an eye on you, buddy. And, uh, always appreciate you waking up early and hanging out with us, man. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks a ton for having me
8: on. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been good.
4: You got it, buddy. And, uh, and you know, hey, you can tell everybody Skeet Reese is your opening act. You can't go wrong there. No, I sure can <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we had Andrew Loberg last year, or last week's champion at the Toyota Series, uh, back in Lake Havasu. So a lot going on, you know, uh, they do have the, uh, uh, the schedule up for, uh, for next year as well with, um, you know, the, uh, the, uh, Toyota Series, Major League Fishing, and, and like I said, we're gonna be kicking off in, uh, uh, Lake Havasu, and, uh, and then we'll be, uh, the Delta and Clear Lake. So great two events as well. Um, those should be, uh, should be a lot of fun. It's going to be March 3rd through the 5th, uh, of 2022, March 3rd through the 5th at a Havasu, Clear Lake, April, uh, 28th through the 30th. I mean, it, you say Clear Lake in April, you have my attention. Uh, let's just say I probably will not, uh, I'll be busy that week. I'm, I'm going to probably be at Clear Lake for that one. And, uh, and then the California Delta, June 1st through the 3rd. Great time to be at the Delta, man. You can do it all, uh, in June. So get out there and support, major league fishing and the Toyota series gonna to be a great event uh, uh a great series once again here in the west and uh you know a lot of contingency money to be had out there uh as well with the uh you know i know uh Andrew picked up seven thousand dollars in ranger cup money for winning that event so that part's uh pretty cool nice nice to add that to your uh to your payday man a whole hour again i didn't have to rush through anything that was pretty cool uh other than I had to change my alarms. They've been set on Saturdays. Yeah. I had to change my alarms. They've been set on Saturdays for, uh, for, uh, you know, for, uh, you know, the last, uh, uh, last year, you know, and now I've had to, uh, now I've had to change my alarms and, um, 17, they're just turning lights on in here. We don't know which one they're doing. 17 years, Seth. 17 years a lot of time but you've been yeah. doing it and doing it well my friend. Yeah, it's been fun and, and we've had uh, we've had a great time thanks to you and Marilyn obviously for uh, for the bass show. Uh you know, I and know you hate bass. The bass show wouldn't be the bass show without you and all your crazy bass fanatic <laughs> friends, man. I've got some weird buddies. In fact, we had him on today. You've had train wrecks, you've had just about <laughs> everybody out there. Well, you know, you and, and and it was so fun. I know uh, I know you love to get get a chance when we have Skeet on the show to to hear Skeet I know Justin Lucas has developed over the years as Marilyn's favorite, uh, angler. She still likes skeet. Yeah, but she loves skeet. But, you know, a lot of bass fishermen don't know that, uh, you're responsible for skeet being married. Yeah, well, don't blame me for everything. <laughs> you know, Kim worked for me. Kim Coster, who
5: was yeah. Tom Coster, the guy from Santana's daughter. Yeah. Worked for us in our booth, traveled
3: with us for years at the shows, and we couldn't get this blonde-headed bass fisherman out of the booth. One no. day I just said,
4: Kim, this is skeet. Skeet, this is Kim. Ski get out of my booth. <laughs> he got thrown out of out of Seth's booth and uh uh well he uh, he got the better end of that deal, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. Much
5: better end. Uh, yes, he I'm get- sorry,
4: Kim. Yeah, no, without a doubt. So that part was uh that part was pretty cool. I think uh, I think we're starting the music in my ear. And uh, we have to bail out, man. Uh, we're going to try to do it, uh I don't know, 17 more years? Who knows? Welcome uh, back to one full hour of bass. 5 a.m. Tell your fishing buddies we're here. A uh, lot happening, guys. Get out there. Get on the water. We'll see you there.
3: Just go to
1: 1-800-BassBoat.com. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
3: a single show.